Thank you. Although there have been many such days over the years, I'd like to share with you what happened on one particular day when God reminded me that I am an idiot. <laughs> Giving a piano lesson, I was showing a young student and her mother why it was important to learn music theory. Took a couple of melodies, reharmonized them, improvised over the resulting chord progressions. And the mother said something to the effect of, you just seem so free when you do that. I remarked that my freedom came as the result of shackling myself to the piano for about four to five hours a day for about four years. Through intense study of technique, harmony, great works, multiple genres, I'd come to be a reasonably, reasonably good practitioner. Then I heard myself utter the most dad-like thing I had uttered hitherto. If you want to be free, I said, learn the rules. Did I just say that? Clearly, I was growing old. The snarky punk rock atheist in me was going a bit soft. And I needed to rethink through some basic concepts, like freedom, like truth, shackles. Freedom first. Long story short, I had always thought of freedom as an end in itself, never as a means. You learn this with Mr. Ost, but according to the ancients, particularly Aristotle and even to the medievals, every created thing has a telos, or an end. And teleology is an explanation of phenomena in terms of the purpose they serve rather than merely the cause by which they arise. So shortly after blindsiding myself in that piano lesson, I picked up a book by Alistair McIntyre called After Virtue. Among the many things discussed in this book, McIntyre details how Renaissance scientists dismissed Aristotle's treatment of physics as having teleology, as created things having an end. Uh, and Renaissance philosophers quickly followed suit, and shortly thereafter, the whole field of ethics got the same treatment, shorn of its telos, or end, ethics had been hollowed out, made void by being robbed of any objectivity and any aim beyond mere preference and opinion. It was a short move from that to phrases like, my truth. This brings us to truth. This is certainly the thing that saved me and prevented me from going too far afield in my younger years. Uh, luckily, I was always hungry for the truth, and I always believed it existed, though I was not always very good at finding it. As a teenager, an early 20-something, I took many twists and turns in terms of my beliefs, but I knew, I just knew, that tradition was shackles, that my parents were idiots, that the human race is wiser now than it was in the past, and that people who believed in God were either morons or emotional cripples. Fast forward to that piano lesson. Let's talk about shackles. I mentioned that I shackled myself to the piano. The result was that I gained a kind of fluency on it. Guess what? Virtue works in very much the same way. For the ancients, a person needed to be cultivated in virtue towards the telos, towards the end of effective participation in public life. Freeing a person not only from ignorance, but from being a slave to their own impulses was called a liberal education. That's what you're getting here. 
Acquiring virtue is not something you can just pick up from a quick pamphlet or a YouTube video on the subject. You must shackle yourself to it. Whether you want to be an expert in piano or prudence, you must consciously dedicate your time to it. Only then can you master your instrument. But what is the relationship of freedom to truth, you might ask? In his meeting with President Ronald Reagan in Miami in 1987, St. John Paul the Great commented in his remarks on freedom as the standout value of the United States, the following words, quote, the only true freedom, the only freedom that can truly satisfy is the freedom to do what we ought as human beings created by God according to his plan. It is the freedom to live the truth of what we are and who we are before God, the truth of our identity as children of God, as brothers and sisters in common humanity. That is why Jesus Christ linked the truth and freedom together, stating, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Like the crew of Odysseus, you could plug your ears to the siren song of the world, which calls you to it only to see you dashed on the rocks of sin and vice. Odysseus himself did not plug his ears. He wanted to hear the siren's call and see what it was that drew so many voyagers to their deaths. So what did he do? He shackled himself to the mast. The appeal of the siren song was great, but his forethought and preparation assured he would survive. You might think that you needn't put much virtue or put much effort into virtue and truth because you'll just naturally pick them up as you go along because you're basically a good person. But if you don't consciously shackle yourself to those things, virtue and truth, the world will shackle you to itself. And trust me, you will only be freed by the grace of God. To paraphrase from this last Sunday's parish bulletin, I don't know which priest wrote it, but you cannot break the truth. You can only break yourselves against it. So shackle yourself for true freedom. Shackle yourself, not to the mast of the ship of Odysseus, but to the mast of the bark of St. Peter. It has a telos. It has an end. It has the end. Praise be Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you.